Welcome to the Get Your Own Podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode three of the Get Your Own Podcast. I'm your host, Rocco DeVito Jr. from Burner and Productions. And my guest today is Krista DeHuff from A Central Park Wedding. Krista, how are you? Good. How are you? Good. So you and I are longtime friends. Uh, yes. And now yes. we're have our own businesses. So mm-hmm. I feel like everybody should get to know your story and how you started your business. So I went to college for science, um, science-related field. I stayed for a master's. Um, I got that in biomedical anthropology. Um, after I graduated, I started working in the public health field in the city. And after a few, I worked at a couple places. Um, one was more like a tech-related uh, startup that involved healthcare, and then I went to um, Columbia University and worked as a project coordinator um, for public health. I feel like I can't like talk with normal breaths right now. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like I'm like holding my breath and like conscious of when I'm breathing. No, no, it's That's only for it the intro. It's only I only told you that for my. No, intros. I know, but I'm like running out of breath almost. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, well, obviously this will be edited out. So, uh, <laughs> um. So I was at Columbia for a little while, and then the grant funding moved um, to California. So um, the project was basically finished in the city, and I decided maybe this isn't the right field for me. I wasn't, you know, too thrilled with um, the work and like the research aspects of it. So I had some time to kind of figure out what I wanted to do. I considered different fields like publishing. Um, but dying industry can edit that out too. <laughs> no, we'll keep that in in case anybody wants to yeah, try no. to go into publishing for some reason. Um, and then I started, you know, looking more towards events, just, um, you know, I had a lot of like hospitality experience, like waitressing and events, you know, throughout college. Um, I'm a good planner and coordinator. So um, I started applying for jobs, not really getting much um and a few interviews here and there. Um, so I eventually got this internship, uh, free internship, for three months for a company that planned um, weddings, events, uh, corporate events, proposals in Central Park. And it was part of a larger company that did um, like just large-scale weddings, bat mitzvahs, uh, stuff like that. So I did the internship and then I freelanced on a large event and it was just kind of like took over your life. It was like two weeks nonstop crazy. I worked like 30 hours straight on the event, like no sleep. It was it was just crazy. Um, So I was like, you know what? I don't want to do these like big um, events. It just like throws your life into chaos. What's a what is a big event? Like what was that? Well, big this event? was like it was at the plaza. It was like multi million dollar um bat mitzvah. It just involved like three or four days of just hands on so setting would, stuff up. So that scale is like millions. You didn't want to deal with like a million dollar job or anything. Yeah, it was just more like the time involved. Um yeah, just 
so much time beforehand and it was just very chaotic. It might've just been where I was working, but um, it just, I was like, this is, I don't think this is for me. Um, so, but after that experience, I was actually getting like more interviews um, for different types of jobs, like catering, event um, coordinator, but that was also just like tons of hours. Brett, my husband, we weren't married at the time, but he said, you should start your own Central Park wedding company. So I was like, uh, I don't know. And then I just decided, okay, like, let's do it. So I, you know, figured out business name, domain, like bought whatever little theme for the website, like worked on that, um, did all, you know, the SEO and then just kind of launched the site. It was, uh, May, 2012. Um, so that was the same year I got married. (laughs) Well, let's bring it back a little bit before okay. that. I don't know. So, the origin stories. <laughs> yeah, but think so. I, one of the things that I want people to realize is really that mindset of when you choose to, you know, open up your own business and say, like, I'm going to do it for myself. Because there's something easy about getting a job, mm-hmm. right? Somebody, you go work a set of hours, you get a paycheck, and you just do it following, and that cycle just keeps going. But it's different when you go to open your own business because you're like, I have to do sales. I have to do marketing. I have to do so. There's a lot more that goes into it. So, you said Brett gave you the idea, but like, did you really think about it, or were you like, eh, I don't know, or? Yeah, I think that we debated just like the pros and cons, and there's such little overhead involved. Um, you know what? Beyond the registering the business, the you know hosting for the website related expenses, and um whatever legal um, fees there were, like, as I said, the business registration and um, just, like, you have to publish that you're an LLC. Um, Beyond that, there weren't too, you know, many startup costs. So it was kind of like, why not give it a shot Mm. and see? So it was the affordability of starting it that. Yeah, because, you know, I'm not selling anything besides services, so... It's not like I have to purchase any inventory or, um, you know, have a office or, you know, setting up a restaurant or something like that. So little overhead. Yeah. That was nice. a big plus. Also, what made you choose your name for your business? Well, a few factors. One was just availability of a domain name. Um, kind of went through a few just related to Central Park. Kind of like a long list of you know, is it, do you want to go with a name that's like catchy and unique or something related to what you're doing? So it went that route just to be very like explicit, a Central Park wedding, do weddings in Central Park. Um, so it was that based on the domain name availability and, um, you know, just with SEO and building backlinks to your site, if they're linking to a Central Park wedding and it's about Central Park weddings and people are going to be Googling Central Park wedding, how to get married in Central Park. It would just be a little bit easier. So I like that it does, like you said, it's self-explanatory. Yeah. Um, people just tend to drop the A though. They're like Central Park wedding or now there Central is a Park central, weddings. There is a Central Park wedding, right? Uh, another company called that? No. Oh, there's not. No. One girl's wed in Central Park. 
So There's like domain fade. names. People own them. Dude, I would, I would snatch that domain no, name. No, I tried. <laughs> and I'm laughing because I, I emailed this guy. It was, I think it was centralparkwedding.com. And I was like, I'm willing to pay $75 after reviewing my finances. This is like 2012. And he's like, I was offered 10000 one time. I'm like, okay. <laughs> All right. We're not going to see eye to eye on that number. Yeah, but I was actually considering reaching out again. Um, it's His site is literally the same. You know, it's just kind of just parked there. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's what I would definitely. Somebody owns burntoearn.com and I hate it. And it's like an really? exercise. What's, oh, yours is productions. Yeah. I had to go with the productions because I want to just burntoearn.com. Do you know uh, who owns it? Is it private? Uh, I think he messaged me actually one time and same thing. He was like, oh, for five grand, I'll give you the name or something. Mm. And I was like, did you just look for me <laughs> specifically? <laughs> or did you message anybody with that? Um, with that, that great deal that you're offering? Reach out. Yeah. I was like, uh, I don't have a pot to piss in right now. So that's a big no <laughs> on my end. It. Uh, all right. So the question of when did you have your own? Okay. So. I love asking this question of what your first client experience was like. First client experience. Um, let's see. So my first wedding, I think it was September 1st, 2012. So I had launched the website in May, you know, got a few inquiries. I was using like Google AdWords um, just to, you know, get some business initially. So I did this wedding. It was like 40 people. Um, I think they were from Ithaca or they lived in Ithaca and they wanted to do a picnic also. And I'm like, yeah, sure. Like, no problem. <laughs> like, absolutely. And looking back, like I, I priced it so low. It was, it was crazy. But so I did their ceremony and picnic and I don't even know how we did the picnic. We like lugged everything into the park like walking 15 minutes it was like my husband my sister I got her to help and this other guy I forget um Stan was his name and we did like four trips each like carrying this heavy like tables all the food like blankets setting everything up um but it worked out it worked out but it was it was it was a lot of work and it was like no no profits on the picnic, hardly. But, you know, I don't want to say no yeah, for the first you, one. It's kind of like, yep, whatever you want. Yeah. I'll do it. Yeah, previous uh, guests that have come on, we've had the, the discussion of just showing up. Like, my first time doing my own thing was a funeral that I had to film. So, oh, really? Yeah, it was a fireman's funeral oh, for my gosh. dad. Oh. And uh, <clears throat> I didn't want to do it, and I even woke up with huge fever it's on it's i think it's episode two or something um but i i had every reason not to go mm -hmm. and not to do it and i i was like well i gotta show up for my dad because he'll kill me if yeah. i don't but he he would have understood but that footage ended up making it all the way to the guy that i was freelancing for for the last like seven years traveled the world like did awesome things because i showed up that day all right that's how he found you that's right? how he found me was that contact so um it was just <clears throat> you never know the opportunity. Mm -hmm. So so it's interesting that your first time you're like, all right, I'm just going to show up and do this. Yeah, there's a picnic. <laughs> and then I had another wedding. And then my third one of the year was another picnic. I was like, sure. And it was two days before my own wedding. 
Oh. <laughs> I was like, maybe this was not a good idea. But it worked out, but it was definitely stressful. Anybody didn't want to say no because right. it's so picnics first aren't year. something that you usually do? Um, we work with a picnic company that they do the setup, they bring in everything, um, they just give us like a commission, but then people wanted it, so I just kind of figured out like how am I gonna do this? Like how to, you know, purchase some supplies and bring the food in. I'm using, you know, my car to drive stuff in. But, you know, we don't have they use like these little dollies where you yeah, roll you everything in. in. Yeah. No, like we're just like carrying it. <laughs> <laughs> and family always works for nothing in the beginning for you. I think I well, I paid my sister, but <laughs> something. Brett got nothing. No. <laughs> he didn't. So how many clients did you have your first year? Had four weddings, but one of them was my future in-laws. They did a vow renewal in Central Park, which I thought was really nice. They, I got the permit for them, and like they used my photographer, um, but just so I could get some photos like that were from my weddings, and then they wrote me like a review. So that was nice of them. That was actually my first first one, but not a paying client. So. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you went from four your first year, mm-hmm. right? To what? What's your what's your business like now you know your expansion your growth yeah now we do i would say like 80 to 100 weddings a year we also do proposals like surprise proposals so that would be on top of of the weddings so when did you know it was time to expand you know like did it start getting to become overwhelming for you Uh, i mean i know when i first started it was it was easy and manageable, but then as I grew, it mm-hmm. became a lot harder to do stuff myself. So I had to start looking for outside people, 1099 contractors. Are you at that that stage? <laughs> um, so let's see. So 2013, 14, it was busy. I mean, it was manageable. Like I was doing all the weddings myself. I had, you know, an assistant that I would hire per event um, when I needed help. And I actually had her do a couple on her own um, when I was already booked. But for the most part, I you know I didn't like take any days off in advance. If I happened to have like a weekend day off, you know, then I could do something. But you know, I wasn't planning any trips or like taking any days off. Um, but I guess it was you know summer twenty fourteen. I got an email from the partner. So the website is centralpark.com. And they used to be partnered with the company that I interned um, for. So they were, you know, looking to switch partners for their weddings. Their website is, you know, everything related to Central Park, like horse and carriages and like yoga and like whatever. They're just like a, a resource for all things Central Park related. So they wanted to move um, partners. So, you know, I spoke with them for a while and I was like, okay, I can like bring on someone, you know, a more like established 1099 independent contractor who can do their own weddings. Um, So I don't need to do every single one and we can handle like increased volume. 
Because I think maybe at that time I was probably doing like 50 or 60 a year. So wow, by yourself. Yeah, Ugh. by myself. So it was a lot. <laughs> and so I think we made the switch at the end of 2014. 2015 was crazy because I was training this person and going to her weddings and then doing my own. And I think that year we did like 115 weddings. I don't know, maybe the economy was like good that year because <laughs> it has not been that busy since. But um, so that partnership like allowed me to have like a little more free time and to like bring someone on who um, that girl, you know, she I, she doesn't work for me anymore. I have someone different now, but it just allowed me to have someone so I can have more time for, you know, other things business related and non business related. Mm. So with the growth that you got, I mean, you got this deal before you had any kind of help or anything, but now it was rising you up to a point where you needed help because mm-hmm. you weren't going to be able to take on the volume all on your own. Right. And and you also, because you're your own business, you got to still worry about marketing, sales, mm-hmm. all that other stuff yeah. that you need to leave time for. So you ended up finding somebody? Mm-hmm. I think... It's Craigslist, maybe, that I post on. <laughs> Craigslist. I did a few. Oh. It was fine. People would use it. was the job ones. It wasn't like a selling I think 2014 my... was when people were done using Craigslist. <laughs> people were using it for jobs, okay? <laughs> Where else am I going to post it? It's true. Indeed. Yeah. I wasn't going to pay, though. Uh, I, th- well, I think LinkedIn. I paid $50. LinkedIn can do stuff now. No one really used LinkedIn. Oh, back then, yeah. Not for jobs so much. I think I had to pay $50 on Craigslist. It wasn't free. So it was a Craigslist that worked out. Yeah, it worked out. I did a few interviews. I hate interviewing people. I don't think I'm very good at it, and I don't enjoy it. Um, but yeah, so got someone on. Uh, she actually got pregnant. I don't know if I should say this. I got it. I got it. Should I say she got pregnant very soon after? Uh, well, yeah. I mean, I would never assume if I was going to hire somebody. That's crazy. Yeah. So she came on in October. She got pregnant in November. Oh, man. Because <laughs> um, she had just gotten married earlier that year. So, you know, come May, June, she was like almost too, you know, big to do weddings at that point. So I had to bring someone else on um, to like, you know, fill in while she was taking a maternity leave break. Um, and that's the the woman that still, um, you know, helps me out. Which one? The one that was on maternity leave? No, or? she wanted moving to Pittsburgh. Oh, okay. Like she was here for a while, like after she had the baby and then... She- um, yeah, they moved. Oh. Well, so you had to do it all over again, but at least you only had to do it the second time, and then it's worked out for you since. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and now does she help you um, way more? What's her role now? Like, does she... She does her own weddings. So it's it was back and forth a few times. It was like structurally, you know, how we structured things. Um, But I handle all the, like, inquiries and sales, and then she'll do her own weddings, um, and then I do my own. So then 
if I, you know, if I'm booked on a date or I just want to keep that date free, I'll, you know, ask her if she can do it, if she's available. Um, and then leaves me more time for, you know, I have to manage this partnership and I have to do, you know, accounting, sales, marketing, all that stuff. We're going to segue right into, right into it. what okay. your, <laughs> what do you do for sales? Like what, what's your marketing, what's your sales? Um, what have you done in the past? Cause now you're expanding pretty good. I mean, mm-hmm. um, so primarily I do Google AdWords. That's what I did when I started and I took a break from it for a while and then the past couple of years, there's been a lot of competition from websites that are de- dedicated to Central Park, ones that do weddings in New York, but also offer Central Park packages. There are officiants who also have a package on their site with photography and flowers and whatever. So there's just a lot of, there's a lot more competition. So I started doing AdWords again um, in the past I mean, did some like Facebook ads because I got like a free credit or something. Um, I'm trying to think, Yelp sometimes they'll throw me some free credits. But what's your go-to? Like, what's your go-to sales move? Like your knockout punch that you try to that you would try to get business with? Is it Google AdWords? Is it like your your top? yeah? Because people are they know they want to get married in Central Park. It's not like I'm selling them on the venue necessarily. They know. They want to get married in Central Park. They're just not sure how to do it or if they want help. Or a lot of people come from overseas, um, like Australia, Canada, UK, Ireland. Um, They come from overseas Mm, or out of state to get married in Central Park. So they don't want to spend time, you know, vetting different vendors and researching. Oh, my God. I keep hitting the mic. You're good. Um, So... You know, they look to us because we offer different packages. So I already have like, you know, seven photographers I work with on a regular basis and officiants. So we send them options to choose from from these vendors that we trust and know and work with all the time. It took you a long time to get those guys, like your vendor list. Like when you started, I can imagine you had zero vendors. <laughs> I think were like a couple of people I knew from working at the other place. Oh, nice. Or they, you know, could refer people. But, you know, it just happens organically. Like, you, the vendor you work with is not available. They refer you, refer, refer you to someone. And um, you just start building, like, contact lists. And, like, you know, people used to work with for a number of years. They maybe move on or do something else. And you just kind of, like, constantly, like, cycling new people in. Yeah, yeah. Um. I'm going to go back to, we're going back to sales. Back to sales, uh, okay. Back to sales. So your business, you don't get a lot of recurring, like, uh, I don't know if no. I'm saying that right, like recurring business? No. I, <laughs> I mean, there is the, you know, potential for a, a vow renewal, potentially. But nobody refers you, like, I mean, if- Some if, word of if, mouth. Yeah, some word of mouth. But not too much. It's not usual that like your sister's like, you got married in Central Park. I'm going to get married in Central Park too. Or Well, it's so specific, you know. Yeah. But I've had, one time we had, I had a wedding and one of the bridesmaids, we did her wedding, but she had booked it before ah, this bride. Gotcha. So 
maybe I don't even remember if that's how they found out. But I had someone actually was referred from one of my first weddings. It was maybe like maybe my 10th wedding. And a couple of years ago, we did her wedding and she was referred from that. So that was cool. But generally, it's, you know, new business. Internet based. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <clears throat> so you talked about a lot of competition mm-hmm. for it, right? Yeah. Do you ever, have you made friends with your competition? So like if they ever have a surplus of something coming in, they could say, oh, well, this person will handle it for you if they can't handle it. Or you're like, not really. Yeah, not really. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that's not the right approach. But, well, a lot, a couple of these businesses, they don't even have a coordinator there necessarily. They are just arranging the vendors and then the couple meets the vendors. So maybe they have the flowers delivered to the couple's hotel and then they meet the photographer fishing in the park. Whereas... Ours are, you know, we have a coordinator, either myself um, or Jennifer there on the day with an assistant also. Just like go to the venue, make sure it's clear and secure and, you know, walk the guests there and tell the vendors, like, you know, direct them where to go and, you know, timing and everything. Um, So it's not exactly the same service. And then they're the ones that do offer the same. I just... I don't really have contact with them. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So also with the competition, you were saying the competition is so big for you. Mm-hmm. Has that affect your the way that you think that you should price jobs or do you kind of just, you're you or um, do you look at like what everybody, you're, you're like, I got to fall somewhere in between or. Mm, yeah. When I first started, obviously I was like just pricing really low, um, then started to raise the prices over the years. So like the basic package now is thirty two fifty. It was twenty nine fifty for a while. And then I, I don't know if maybe it was not the best time to like increase because I think it kind of coincided with other competition, but I can't go back now. Like, you know, it's been a few years at that, so I don't want to go back down. Um, but we're probably more at the higher end, I would say. You can always find someone to do it cheaper. Yeah, but you don't know what you're getting. No, I know. I'm just saying if someone's like really like haggling on the price. Although I noticed once I raised my prices, I didn't get people asking to like lower them the price oh really yeah That's like when good. i was priced really low at the beginning i got so many people even wanting to do it for cheaper and then once it got to a certain price point people you know kind of stopped asking how long did it take you to find that right price point i think it was when i got the partnership i think i raised it to 29.50 and stayed there for a couple of years and then um raised it a little more so I guess it was like three years. And you're comfortable like where your price point's at now and you're... Yeah, I am. It's difficult to sometimes just convey um, to people just on this the website like what the services, you know, entail. Like what we do on our end is so involved as far as like 
the planning beforehand and what we do on the day, it's difficult to like convey like how much attention we're giving to like each couple. Because mm. it says like go coordination, but it doesn't, I don't know. Yeah. It's just hard. <laughs> no, it is. I think a lot of people struggle with that as far, I know I do. When I tell people like, oh, we'll do a video production, but they have no clue what mm. that really means. That yeah, and what know. goes into <laughs> it and, you know, you got to come up with a concept and then how you're going to execute the concept. And then once you execute the concept, you have to film it, hope it comes out somewhat of like what you're hoping for. Yeah. And then you still have all the editing to go. Um, some people think like you could just shoot and like, oh, you'll have my edit tomorrow, right? And you're like, nah, <laughs> nope. see in like a week in, or two from now <laughs> and I'll have something to show you, but it's going to take me a long time. Yeah. You know, do you really seek after for those testimonials or those mm -hmm. reviews since you're so internet based? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, almost every wedding will like send um, just like a link to the different review we have our reviews on wedding wires the biggest one um yelp and then google they have the reviews there which i feel like people have been using more in the past like two or three years yeah google's king yeah so <laughs> i put you know i have them on the website like a, a page for reviews and then um yeah also just online these sites do you struggle with you know hiring next for somebody but do i train somebody because what do i do to keep them from just starting their own company and leaving mm -hmm. and giving them you know all these tools to go start their own company and do that so do you struggle with decision to expand more but you're afraid to train or um i mean this uh woman has been with me you know 2015 like she um you know, kind of considers it like her own business too, as far as, you know, making sure everything, every wedding's like perfect. And, um, I mean, yeah, if someone decides to go on their own, like you can't stop them. I mean, I basically, I did that. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but me and her actually starting a separate company um, doing just wedding date coordination, so not focused on Central Park, just like people who plan their own wedding and they say, hey, we want someone to be there on the day to make sure everything, you know, goes as planned. So basically be like tri-state area uh, for day of coordination. So we're working on that as we speak, trying to get the website live. Um, so she, you know, might eventually... Hopefully, more of her time will be on that, and then I'll probably start maybe start training one assistant that works with us a lot um, to, to maybe do some weddings on her own for Central Park. Just we'll see, you know, how it goes. But hopefully, she'll be transitioning. That's great. So, like, you you're you're going to try to train within. So yeah. If that if I was an assistant coming on, there's potential for me to one day be able to have weddings of my own and you know yeah i think that's the best way because it's very specific like the different locations there's like certain like it's like idiosyncrasies about each spot and like the best way to set it up and just knowing like what you can 
run into. Like there's always some different crazy thing that happens that's never happened before at any <laughs> any other wedding in the park. Because there's just so many factors. There's weather, there's like wildlife, there's just tourists, locals, like homeless people around. Like what's the, what's the craziest thing that's ever I don't know. Like just recently there was like this hurt baby raccoon like where the bride was gonna do her like walk down the aisle so i moved her to like a different pathway and then there were these two people trying to like capture the raccoon with a blanket and like call like animal services but the ceremony is going on and then like the raccoon escaped and like ran like through the ceremony on the side but like no one really noticed a couple people did but like yeah, that's never happened. So it's always something <laughs> different. <laughs> that's awesome. So just like little things like that. <laughs> you got to get a sharpshooter with a trank gun to take no, out the raccoon so before cute. he <laughs> before he ruins the wedding. No, it was fine. Luckily, he just went right through. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, but I like that you're you're taking somebody that's willing to come in at a low point in the company. Yeah, so this one, you know, woman, she's been, I think she's been assisting since, like, 2015. Like, I don't know what else she does um, for work, but she'll, she's probably done at least 100 weddings with us. Like, she comes in, like, an hour before, does her thing. Um, But I think she's, I thought she was going to be able to do one in October. I don't think they're going to book, but to have her coordinate, you know, one on her own. That's really cool. Because I know a lot of people that work for companies, and there's some of their companies they don't promote within, mm-hmm. they don't give raises. I'm like, what are you staying there for? Why would you? Yeah. You know, like, how could you even, with that mentality as a company, think that people are going to stay with you? Yeah. Like, I, yeah, we raised her, or I raised her rate, assisting rate, just, you know, she, once yeah. you know, like, good job. I can trust that she knows what she's doing at a particular location. Like, that's, you know, very little direction you have to give. Which is nice. That's awesome. So when I became a business owner, uh, I really sucked at saving money and pretty much anything to do financially. Mm-hmm. I think I had like a 500 credit score. Like everything financially was shit. Mm-hmm. Pure shit, let's just say. <laughs> when I became a, a business owner, my instant finances have changed like i started really reevaluating everything that i was doing mm-hmm. now i'm staring at like my bank accounts constantly my credit score constantly <laughs> and <clears throat> it changed me it made me more financially responsible mm-hmm. were you in the same boat i mean i've known you a long time you've always been responsible have but... i been <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i've always been good at saving money aside for senior year of high school and I spent all my waitressing cash on clothes at the Danbury mall. <laughs> but since then, I don't know, being in college made me like really like cheap. Yeah. Um, but so I think maybe at the beginning I should have spent a little more money on things, but I kind of just did everything like as cheaply as possible. Um, were you worried about your salary? Like, you went from working for another company, yeah. pulling in money. Were you worried about making, you know, at least, I don't know what you were making there, but 30000 to cover bills and all that stuff? 
Yeah, I mean, I wasn't too worried, you know, because I was living with, I guess we were engaged at the time. So it's like you have some cushion there. Spousal support. Spousal support, yes. And had been saving money, you know, on my own as well. So, I mean, if things didn't pick up in that next year, then maybe would have had to go a different route. But I was able to get enough business because when I started 2012, 2013, like I had like the best website, like the most, you know, modern, like the other ones were like, you know, looked yeah. like early 2000s. comfortable. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So um, what was the question? Oh, financially. Uh, financially, yeah. <laughs> had it changed you financially? No. <laughs> okay no i think like maybe i should have like maybe tried to bring someone on even earlier but it's like you don't want to like give up potential income for yourself and at a certain point you have to say okay like i'm gonna take this you know hit or not hit but make less and like maybe just have a better like work-life balance yeah so for me i know my life is definitely suffered mm-hmm. somewhat like mentally there's times i wake up in the middle of the night thinking about some edit that i did weeks ago uh-huh. and i was like oh man i could have made that so much better if i would have done this this and this right but you can always make something better yeah well as an artist i'm like ah, oh, i could go make that better there's just times where i'll even just sit up at night and think of different things to do so like for me even sleeping, like I, mm-hmm. you know, but I love what I do. So it's not. Right. But I just see that when the business part of it happens, like I can't say like, oh, I'm in the middle of this. Like I- I'm yet to get to that point where, especially even financially, like I'm turning my phone off five o'clock. Anybody that wants to get a hold of me can deal with it tomorrow. Like yeah. I'm not at that point. And I'm not going to turn my phone off, but maybe like not going to check my email after like eight o'clock. Mm. For a few hours. I don't know. See, I also freelance. So for me, right. if someone needs something tomorrow, that, that's the other part of it. Like I'll freelance for somebody. So yeah, that's I'll different. get a call last minute. Hey, can you do this shoot tomorrow? Which kind of sucks too, but. Yeah. So that's different. If you're, because you're potentially turning away business, whereas I'm just responding to someone <laughs> the next day, you know. <laughs> Your job sounds a lot more lax than mine. I mean, <laughs> maybe I should have changed careers. Maybe. I'm uh, a wedding planner. But I, I could see why you wouldn't have wanted to do those big, you know, mm-hmm. $100,000 things and somebody calling yeah. you because it's the wrong color napkin. Yeah, it's like, hmm, not that important. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, like, yeah, I want it to be perfect, but like, don't, I don't know, I don't need that type of like personality. Yeah. And you found that that's, that's kind of where that business went, right? Like those high-end, you dealt with more bullshit. Yeah, for sure. Because, like, you know, once someone's paying a certain amount for something, they want it their way. So do you classify as, like, an event planner? Like, do you classify yourself as, like, an event planner or? Hmm. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, no, I, uh, you know, I don't plan, like, huge things but it's all it's the same it's just a matter of scale like it's the same principles as far as like organization and coming up with timelines and you know mm. mainly being organized awesome 
continuing education in your field. That's not something, right? You're pretty much maxed out to where you could be. Um, I mean, I did some classes, actually, this place called General Assembly in the city. I did one class on branding and, or, you know, it was like maybe two, three hours. And then I did one on, I think it was Facebook advertising or Instagram, like both of them. Um, just because things are changing now, everything's very like heavy, the video. And actually the branding one, she was like, podcasts are the next thing everyone has a podcast like if you wait till the end of the year it's gonna be too late i find podcasts very difficult to like manage like what do people use itunes ITunes. rss feed kind of deal yeah it's just like so much information to take in all the time it's overwhelming a lot of people have problems thinking of content too that's where i yeah you know i'm i'm very good at being like well what's your business i can explain it you know like yeah um, I wanted to do one with my friend, but probably wouldn't be related to weddings. But it doesn't have to be because really now it, it's people want to just know who's behind a business. I know. So I wanted to do like, I have to do videos of myself on like yeah. Instagram stories, but I don't, I had, this is bad enough. I don't want to have <laughs> my face everywhere. <laughs> I, I came up with commercials and I wasn't even in the commercial. Like, like the mean? behind the scenes, like I came up with, oh. I'm going to shoot it in probably a month or so, but it's a commercial for Burner and Productions. Oh. <laughs> and then I, was, I wasn't I was in it. Like I have all my crew guys are in it. You're you know, not they're in all it. doing their jobs because I'm shooting it. Oh, right. So because we're, we're putting, we're shooting a commercial inside a commercial. So everybody. Very meta. Yeah. Everybody's <laughs> actually shooting a commercial, this car commercial that we came up with. And they're shooting it, and I'm shooting them doing their jobs. Right, but it's a real car commercial. But well, not no. It's it's, it's still fake. it's still oh, made so, up. It's all we the concepted okay. the whole thing. Okay, I got it. Um, but they're gonna shoot it in in our fashion, and then I'm gonna display what we do. But I wasn't in it at all. Right. Yeah. <laughs> because I was shooting it. So somebody, it's like, dude, you gotta be in your own commercial. Like you have to be in your own business. Because and and. I've I've been taking especially this past year a lot of podcasts, a lot of self-improvement stuff and mm-hmm. marketing and and they all say you have to put yourself in front of it. Yeah. Like everybody wants to see faces of the companies now. Right. Well that's actually when I started the business since I was just me and it was new, I wanted to make it seem like a more established business, yeah. so I didn't put my face there whereas someone else who started a business just a few weeks or a couple months before she was making it all about her like i'm this person this whatever so i think it took a while before i even put like my photo on the website but now i have mine on there i have jennifer too um up there because yeah people in the past couple of years more so people want to know who I think it just makes like all the video makes it so easy to like know people. Uh, it isn't. It isn't because if you think about it, the videos, and this is something that I tell a lot of people is like these videos do sales for you when you don't even realize that they're doing sales for you. Mm-hmm. Like that person might watch your video depending on who they are, but they're like depending on how you do your video. But if you do it to a point where they see your face. But then they already are understanding what you're doing and all these. And as long as you're displaying all these things that you do do and take care of, they're like, oh, this is Krista. Okay, I'm going to just book this company. Mm -hmm. You didn't even have to get on the phone with them. Right. That's true. Well, I wanted to have like a video of 
like you said, like with the commercial, like a video of me working, like someone filming the wedding, but like filming you, me. Yeah. But, you know, just hard to get shit organized. Because they have to like, okay, hey, you mind if someone films your wedding, but they're not like actually filming your wedding. And I have to do a few of them. And I have to get it edited. and. Well, so then there's a mock. There's some things that we would do that, that's a mock. Like, mm-hmm. so, you know, okay. I love Rosalie. Rosalie, you want to get married to this, <laughs> this person here? Because she's going to be the mock bride. And so the she other can wear my old wedding dress and... Oh yeah, see, you already city. got it planned. She's so much shorter than me, though. Because <laughs> it does, it would take time to set it up. That which, like, for me to shoot, even though you look at it as like, well, it's just a couple of video clips, but that's not what I'm trying to show. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to show you doing your job, which might have to be different things at a different time. Right. So you, w- I wouldn't suggest doing it during somebody's live oh, really? wedding. I would say make a mock one mm. and do it. So. One of the hardest things for me right now. I have like mock guests. I mean, that's like part of it, like bringing guests to the location. Yeah, have mock guests. Mock guests. This seems like a huge production. Yeah. Easier to just shoot a wedding now. It might be. I mean, you can get video footage of you doing a wedding, but like you said, if you have to explain it to a bride. Well, they might uh, be willing. Maybe. <laughs> Would you be on your wedding day? <laughs> well, the one photographer I know who is the one who, ha- ha- I think I showed you her video. That's what she did. I think it was just one wedding, but they just focused on her. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you could do that. It depends on how you would, you know, how mm-hmm. you have to present it to them. But Yeah. You know. We've really gone off track here. Well, that's what I do. <laughs> um. Oh, so you did have continuing education field. Yeah, so... And you, we, you already talked about no overhead. You don't have any overhead, really. I mean, yeah, just like internet and accounting. <laughs> so <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, I would love internet and accounting software. I have like... Yeah, well, you got a lot of equipment. Um, domain name, hosting. Uh, yeah. 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 No, you have no overhead. That's great. <laughs> That's why you're profitable. And you're not. Uh, I'm in the. Uh, well, I mean, you have it's debatable IRS. Debatable. Yeah, you can just sell all this. Partner investors. You would. Well, you just talked about that. You're partnering on a different. Mm-hmm. On a different business. Would you ever bring a partner in on Central Park Wedding? A Central Park Wedding. Yeah, I got it right. Um, I don't think so. I mean, I don't see why, unless I wanted to do something drastically different that required a partner. Yeah. But as of now, no plans to. Now, is that like, uh, well, I guess, mm, I was going to say, is it is it hard? Like, you can't really stop competition coming in for you, right? Like, right. You can't, you know, somebody could... Uh, ah, ah, Central Parkway. <laughs> like, a a Central Parkway. Like, anything... Uh, you know, based off website, right? Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, you can't stop competition. You just have to can't get too comfortable or complacent, which I probably I did for sure for a little bit because I had so many weddings coming in, and it was like I didn't have time to like think about marketing or anything, and just kind of trying to do the weddings that are at hand. But I didn't focus on any marketing or you know, SEO stuff or anything like that. So now I'm trying to like 
get back into it. So have you seen, so you've been in business since 2014? 2012. 2012. So seven years in business. Yeah. Have you, is it still good? Consistent dips? Like what's the. Um, this year has definitely been lower overall. I would say a dip, but I think next year is going to be, um, better. I mean, 2015 was insane. Crazy. I don't know, since maybe the election 2016 things. <laughs> I feel like people got in a little funk now. Mm. So, since you've mentioned the election, um, <laughs> we're at this... this politics uh, slash the politics tax slash law. tax law. Um, I was somebody who didn't... I didn't vote until like a couple of years ago, really. Mm. Never registered to vote, never cared. I always felt like I've watched a million documentaries where they could just, you know... <laughs> rig that voting system real quick. So I never really cared much into it. But when I started a business, Mm -hmm. I started paying attention more to like tax laws and, and what people were trying to push through for small businesses, what they were trying to take away from small businesses. Right. Um, Have you, did, did it say, I'm wondering, is that the same for everybody? Like when you started your business, did you start paying attention to that? Not really. Like I didn't, it didn't, impact my voting habits or or anything but you know the more i learned about the tax law for like having a full-time employee i was like this doesn't seem very fair (laughs) (laughs) but i have to pay double taxes on this person basically like whatever taxes they're paying i also have to pay Mm. like you know what is 14 percent or something like that so um no, I don't think I would vote for someone just based on their small business tax policies. Well, that's good. <laughs> that's what you're asking me. Well, I, I guess like it was really more like did it make you – it made me pay more attention mm. to what was going on and what people uh, wanted to do with small businesses and and things that can help. Because like you said, you look at that and you're like, I can never – I, like in my mind, if mm-hmm. I ever want to get a real employee, I don't know how I could ever afford that. Or... I think there should be like two or less employees, and I think what well, I don't know what the category is for small business, but to me, someone with nine or ten employees that, that would be a lot. Like from my perspective, yeah, I sh- I couldn't imagine that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like full time taxes on that, right? Oh my god! So I think like there maybe there should be different like levels within like. One to three and four to now, seven. Now, do you think like, I mean, for me, my my business is like you know hundred k, you know, a year. Mm. That doesn't even if I was to get one employee, like the tax laws wouldn't really affect me as much. But like, if I was somebody that had a company that had sixty employees, like mm-hmm. now, I wonder if my you know thought process, like even if I didn't like this candidate, but what he was going to represent for small businesses would benefit my business. Would I sacrifice my vote for what I believe in to help my business? Like would my business come first mm-hmm. type of deal. Yeah, possibly. Um, yeah, I don't know. I want to, I, I can't wait to have, <laughs> hopefully I have a guest on here that can answer that question Yeah, <laughs> because <laughs> I, I think about stuff like that. Like, Oh my God, you know, like I've done a lot of things for this business. I made a lot of sacrifices, mm-hmm. but I don't know if I can sacrifice like, you know, your principles. Yeah, principles for <laughs> it. But we'll see. What yeah. do you do? What do you do when it slows down, and how do you stay motivated? 
Okay. Um, well, it's like cyclical. So when I'm not doing weddings, people are booking them or planning for the upcoming season. So it's more just like type of work that you're doing throughout the year. But I mean, this year has been a little or like maybe like from last summer to now has definitely been slower overall. So it is hard to get motivated to reach out to websites, like I said, like to get you know articles published on their sites just to like boost, right? You know the, you know just your marketing and try to boost sales. It's hard to it is hard to find that you don't internal like, motivation. You don't like cruise by like wedding halls and you're like. So you guys ever think about Central Park? <laughs> How do you feel about Central Park? <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I think starting this new business, you know, now it's been since, I guess earlier this year we started talking about it. Um, and then the past couple months have been working on it. So that'll be a good kind of like supplement. Because like I said, a lot of competition. Um, there's only so many weddings that can be done in Central Park, you know, so just expanding to something outside of that specific um, market will help. I mean, I get, I do get requests sometimes just even for other parks, like in, in the city, like Fort Tryon Park in Inwood. I w- thought I was going to be doing a wedding next month. I don't know what's happening with that. She might move indoors. But people say, oh, can you do a park wedding anywhere? I'm like, yes, in theory. Yeah. It's the same, like, principles you know, right. outdoor wedding. So, oh, so you have done it. You have done other than South, uh, Central um, Park. I did one at Brooklyn Bridge Park. And I've worked with people in the sales stage on other park options, but it didn't work out. Like it didn't, they didn't, they went a different route. I mean, some days I feel like I just answer a few emails and I'm not even like doing work, you know, like, yeah. some, you know, I'll, I'll do it. I remember working in office, like some days I'll be like, okay, I literally wrote two emails today. That's it. You know, like <laughs> otherwise just like chatting with your coworkers. So isn't it the best, that is like the best <laughs> part though, of like having your own businesses, you know, I, like I, as much as I freak out the days that I don't work, mm-hmm. it's also nice sometimes that you're like, yeah, oh. well, I go to the gym, play tennis, like, oh, let me just go do errands or sometimes I'll meet a friend or something, but it can get lonely, <laughs> don't you think, working alone? Yeah. I, there's times I haven't left my house, I think, for like two weeks. Oh, well, that's like, intense. <laughs> but, I mean, besides going to the grocery store, but like, you're like, put my, my Under Armour shorts today and see what happens. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're also like more isolated. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's definitely different than Hoboken. Yeah. But no, even there, like in the November, I think, is always like kind of a rough month november and february i don't know it's like cloudy out not really doing any weddings it's like a slow time for people inquiring usually do you think you'll keep central park a central park wedding going forever a central park wedding mm, got it right jeez it's hard who says a canada a a um no a central park wedding are you having a central park? i don't know i think i always say a like the letter A, Central Park Wedding. Okay. Um, I think, yeah, I would keep it. I don't know, because I could always just even have someone do all the weddings and I do no weddings. And 
you know, if I'm working with vendors that I know and I trust and, you know, they're going to get the job done, I don't see why not. Mm. So are you working to be a true entrepreneur? Like multiple businesses. Am I not a true entrepreneur? No. I, well, in my <laughs> definition of an entrepreneur is more than one business. Oh. Why? Because everyone throws around the word nowadays. they slap that in everybody's face. I'm an entrepreneur. Are influencers <laughs> entrepreneurs? Uh, no. No. Because they're not generating their own income. Yeah, they are. Not really. They're getting paid. To do what? To post something. Uh, yeah. That's like... In, but they're freelancing. They're I'm, freelance, like. But what do they get paid market? in? Products. Some of them get paid in products. Oh, really? Yeah, they mm -hmm. get paid in products. Some of them get money for it for sure. But <clears throat> now Instagram's caught on in the fact that like you can go buy those bots that give you all those followers. So right. like, even these Instagram, you know, once I think they there's a way that they can tell if they're real. But well, you have to look at how many likes people have well they're no because even can get, bots can do that oh, so now more. they're engaging it by engaging comments uh, yeah like, but their people do like fake comments all the time no but that's the thing is like even it's got to be engaging comments oh like not just like yeah not just like if you posted a picture of yourself in a bathing suit and someone gives you the winky eyes or whatever that's not an engaging <laughs> comment you know uh, okay. but if someone's like hey i love the blue that goes in that bathing suit that's so winky nice eye. that's an engagement <laughs> Yeah. Oh, um, I think you can have one business and still be an entrepreneur. Really? I, don't, Why I mean, not? I, yes, you can technically, but I'm saying that for me, I look up the definition of it as as having more than one business as an entrepreneur. Because to me, I'm self-employed. <laughs> I'm just a self-employed person with my own business. Right. Well, yeah, I remember reading something. It's like. Did you create a business or did you create a job for yourself? Yeah. It's like, but it's like, what do you want it to be? Do you want it to be a business where you're just like sitting back or do you like doing the work? Well, see, I think the real entrepreneur part of it is like you said, now you're looking into the next thing that you're you're doing. Like you built mm -hmm. this thing and it's moving great. Now you're moving on to something as well as what's already going for you. So I feel like you're very fastly moving into that mm, so once my style. next website's live then i'll be officially an entrepreneur in cash your one eyes. check cash a check true, cash true. One check. have to get a we have some inquiries um but haven't you know had any contracts with the new new business but i think we'll get a couple signed this year which is also cool about having a business is that it's leaving you freedom to open another business or right. do something else yeah I don't know if I could ever work for anyone again. I, I struggle with that. I think about it. Me and bosses don't usually get along. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Personality. I I just enjoy the freedom. Like I think about yeah. having to go and, mm -hmm. and sit in a desk for, you mm -hmm. know. And, and for me, like it would be editing. Even to go shoot for somebody, though, they would make you go do so many things, <laughs> you know, that you don't yeah. want to do. Or it's like, okay, you just have to be here for these hours. It's like, I'm literally doing nothing. What I like about mine, too, is that for me, I, I can pick and choose, like, who I want to invest more of the time into, mm -hmm. client-wise. Right. Um, not everybody has money, but they have great stories. They're a great That's person. True. They're great everything. So, like, you know, the good – the ones that I'm, like, really drawn to, I – give a lot more mm -hmm. to than than your typical like hey i need this done and yeah you know get it done as quick as you can type of person so 
Right. Uh, I like the fact that I can Choose. also invest in, yeah, like invest in my clients. Right. So you freelance for others, but you also have your own. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because same thing, like, which sometimes freelancing screws me up because right. I'm at the same time, like, if I'm freelancing for somebody, I'm not doing sales. I'm not doing marketing. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing any of the things for yeah. my business that I need to be doing. So it's it it becomes tough. Uh, I've been freelancing less. Yeah. Because I've had my own clients and I keep going with that. So has having your own business led you to like other, any other successes or like uh, you own a home now, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we own uh, a condo and the uh, two-family, the investment property. Oh, the rental. The rental. Uh, uh, that I think, yeah, because nor like if if I had nine to five job, like a lot of stuff that was done on that, I would do during the day, just like. Seeing houses, researching them, like dealing with the mortgage, like just taking care of stuff at the property, like, um, yeah, I wouldn't have been able to necessarily do it with a full time job. Actually, the <laughs> the broker, he was like, "Oh, so how does it feel to be an entrepreneur?" I was like, "Oh, actually, I already I have my own business because." <laughs> So. Oh, so yeah, maybe. So, so now, now. Uh, see, I am three. Yeah. Three's the charm. Yeah. Once I get the signed <laughs> contract. <laughs> um. So yeah, it definitely allows you to do other things during the day. I also well, refuse to go to stores on the weekends. <laughs> so I get spoiled, like doing errands. Like, nope, not going to the bank on a Saturday. No. <laughs> Yeah, I love it. I love just being able during the week. You're like, all right, going to see the doctor or doing something. Like nobody's there. It's so great. Everyone I've had on this podcast has been fortunate enough to have spousal support. You have the same, I'm Mm -hmm. assuming. Every you know, yeah. uh, AJ has his wife, and his wife helps him with the business. And Kiki's husband helps her tremendously with her business. Mm. My wife helps me; she's like my number one salesperson. Oh yeah, <laughs> she gets me so many jobs, and she's always so supportive. Um, you yourself? Yeah, for sure. I mean, just even we weren't married yet, but just giving me the idea and encouragement to start. The business, he helped me brainstorm um, business names, uh, website. He would look at, you know, when I was designing the website, give me thoughts on that. Um, He helped me with those two picnics. I made him take a day off work for the second one. It was two days before the wedding. He should have taken off anyway. But um, so he helped me with that. He would be like an assistant for me on certain weddings because... I didn't have enough people or like I didn't trust people yet. So he would do that. Um, he, he was even going to help me on this past Saturday because I was like, uh, I think I want an assistant and I don't can't find anyone. I wound up finding someone, but he was willing to do that. Um, I mean, for a number of years, I would ask him things here and there. But if it's, you know, he's always willing to help out for sure. Yeah. Bounce um, ideas off of like mm-hmm. they're, they're pretty much there every time yeah. that you're struggling with something or 
Yeah. You need an, an outside opinion. Sometimes it gets a little too opinionated and <laughs> <laughs> you're like, no, I got to go this way. This is the route I'm going. Yeah. Like Jen and I will will argue something. Like I'll be like, well, I got to go this way. And also, she's given me her perspective, which I appreciate because I ask. Uh, but <laughs> like, I just want corroboration, not advice. Yeah. I need you. you to just agree with me and <laughs> yeah. say this is the best way. But I'm glad that she doesn't because she gives me, you know, she tells me what I need to hear. Sometimes. Mm, yeah. Which is somebody else's opinion. Do you think you're successful? Do you consider yourself successful? Yeah, that's tough. Uh, I think I was talking about this with Brett recently. Like, I just, you never, you always feel kind of like a, a fraud kind of thing, you know? Like, like you're still faking it <laughs> until you make it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and I know and other people always are like, oh, it's, you're it's great you have your own business so you know but i never feel like i don't know at what point it would feel like a success maybe if it was like me not doing a lot of work for it i have no idea but yeah. it's definitely i don't yeah i don't like to toot my own horn anyway so i don't know that i would ever like say to someone like yes yeah. I'm a smashing success. Like, <laughs> I rock. Yeah. No, but it's hard to like, I think for other people's perspectives, like, yeah, they're like, oh, I don't, I would love to have my own business and not be going to the office every day. But I don't know. You're just kind of like doing your thing every day. So you don't really think about it. Yeah. Yeah. And you're, you, I it's mean, like your life. <laughs> the thing is like when I asked you about that slow time, or mm -hmm. how the business was doing up and down. That's things that people can't comprehend. And I know that there, it's a lot of reasons why a lot of my friends won't, you know, go solo or leave yeah. their businesses, or, you know, leave their jobs because it's that you don't know. Like, right. you know, I had a smashing year last year. Mm -hmm. This year, I know I'm not going to hit those numbers. Yeah. And so what I've done this year is work more on myself, work more on my goals and, and gear up and my sales. And I'm gearing up for 2020 and I'm going to right. <clears throat> go out of the gate because that's all you can do. But those people that are like, oh, you're so blessed, like they see the benefits of it, but they don't mm -hmm. really know, like you're going to make less money than you did last year. Who at their jobs are making less money than they did last year? But, like, how are, are you even measuring success? Is it money? Like, you know, I'm going to say, oh, I didn't make as much as last year. Does that mean I'm still not successful? But do you have a better work-life balance? Are you, like, healthier because you can exercise more and, like, travel, wow. less stress? Like, I don't know. There's got to be a sweet spot. Well, I think a lot of people look at the success, right? Like, well, I think money is success. No, is but I, well, I, yeah, money. Like, you know, they're looking at, you know, do you have a plane? Do you have so a things? smashing car? Uh. A lot of people are, yeah, it's materials, materialistic things. Do you have a lot of money in your bank account? Do you have, mm. and I think that's the misconception of entrepreneurs mm -hmm. because if you're a true entrepreneur, maybe you have no money, I don't know. but. You know, your money's tied up in everything else. It's always tied up in everything else. Yeah. So. I think if you're, you know, relatively happy and not too stressed and enjoying what you're doing, then is that not good enough? So then you're successful. Okay. So, so you're calling know. yourself successful? <laughs> <laughs> I guess. I mean, this business has been going for, you know, a while. 
but I, you know, I have second income. So it's like from, you know, my husband. So you don't have that same like pressure mm-hmm. than if it was like single. But you can always like waitress or something to pick it up. Yeah, I mean, you could always, you always make, supplement so your income. I guess I don't consider myself successful, even though same thing. Other people are like, you're crazy. Look at your studio. Mm. Look at this. Look Why? at all these things that you Thank have. You. Um. You're right. In that regard, yes. Then in your eyes, I'm successful. But I'm not where I wanted to be. And I'm not. So in my head, because I'm not doing what I wanted to be doing and I'm Mm. not, I don't think I'm successful. So I kind of stay at that level of mentality. And hopefully, even when I reach that goal, I still won't feel like I'm successful. (laughs) I'll be like, well, I haven't walked on the moon. So there's no, Mm. you know. (laughs) I haven't even hit my space goals. (laughs) Sound like Brett. He's like, yeah, I'd go to the moon if I could. I'm yeah. like, are you crazy? Brett. No way. Two. We're both fitting a rocket ship, man. You pay for half the gas, I'll pay no, for half the thank gas. Thank you. I mean, one day, I think, you know, in our lifetime, it'll just be like oh, space yeah. tourism, right? Moon. I'm pretty sure you could throw a GoPro. You already can do right it now. if you have enough money now. Yeah. But oh. I don't think physically I could do it. They got to figure out a better physical. Why? Know? Like Neil Armstrong had to like pass all these things. Remember, like well, before they start went to running. Well, I listen. I'm getting in better shape now, <laughs> but I'm saying those guys like ridiculous training yeah. that they had to mentally go too. But they're just you're just going up to the moon, checking it out, and coming oh, back. Yes. So it's like <laughs> just going up to the moon. No, they'll have experienced astronauts with you. <sighs> Like you're not manning the spaceship. Well, you're just along for the ride. I guess that's true. But what do you wait? No, because I still want to learn how to fly just being on a plane in case somebody can't handle it. That pilot gets knocked out. Two pilots. They'll get give you out. some what backup. Happened? Well, maybe they'll give you two and some backup training, but you're just going to see the no earth. Way. No way. I want to know what switches you're flipping in case something happens to you and we got to oh, get please. back. You're going to crash. <laughs> Even with some training. There's no Not way. Not everybody can Sandra Bullock it and just hang on and fucking That movie fly was intense. Mm-hmm. It was much more intense than I was anticipating. So your closing thoughts on somebody <sighs> that's starting their own business. Mm. Like what kind of business? Any business? Well... So the idea of this podcast is to let people know that you don't have to go and work. It's called the Get Your Own Podcast. So you get your own money. Oh, I see. <clears throat> well, a lot of people start it as like a side hustle, right? Like that's kind of the new thing, side hustle, people trying to do their own business. And then you have to decide at what point are you going to leave your full-time job because it's hard to really make a successful business when you're only doing it part-time and when you have a boss you know that you're trying to work for full-time um hmm closing thoughts what else i don't know like what, what kind of thing do you think you looking it, for here? well like i'm looking for emotional like you know do you remember what it was like to start your own business the the fears that you had of living on your own and like generating your own income and doing stuff like that it panned out it worked Mm. Uh. I say for me, starting a business was like, it was a confidence thing. Like at the beginning, I was not so confident. So I would just like really stress out about things and like things that aren't, weren't necessarily in my control anyway. Um, 
which you over time you get more comfortable with. So like now I, you know, don't usually get too stressed about any wedding, you know, every once in a while, but, um, what is a piece of advice that you wish that you had when you first started as opposed to, you know, that you've gained over these mm, years? I would say that no one actually knows what they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Isn't that the thing? It's true, though. Like, everyone's just trying to figure shit out and just, you know. Would you, have saved, would you have saved money in the beginning? Would you had? Um, I think, like I said earlier, that I just said this to my sister like a month ago. Like, I wish in 2015 that I hired someone to do like marketing, social media. Um, back then, just to like keep up the trajectory because I was doing so many weddings. I think, you know, I was training on their weddings and then doing my own. And like, I definitely had to like turn away business that year because I just had like too much going on. So I think I sh wish I hired someone back then, just social media marketing. Um, and like now I'm like trying to do it all myself again. So I think, you know, just if it gets to a point where you feel like you wanna, you have to take a risk to like hire someone to do things that you can do yourself because your time is more valuable doing mm. other things like sales, networking. I'd say like you definitely should network in your field, whatever it is, you should meet people. Um, I'd say at the beginning I was, I should have been a little more like forthcoming with like, this is me, like this is my business. Um, you should work with me. Like I can get the job done rather than like, I was more like hiding behind the business, like trying to be more established. Um, like just give the appearance that I knew what I was doing and like, not that I didn't know what I was doing, but you know, like but this is an established company and just like, yeah, hiding behind it a little bit as opposed to just like putting myself out there more as a business and as a person as like the face of the company. I think that when we started businesses, people were like, well, don't, you know, make sure you make it like, oh, your business is, you have employees and you have mm -hmm. this place and you have, yeah. it's not just you because you don't want people thinking that you're sitting in your mom's basement running this business. Right. Even though I sit in my own basement running this business. <laughs> but now everyone does that more nowadays. Like they're just working wherever, like, cause it, everything's so... Like people are, you know, the co-working spaces, like people aren't having like offices as much anymore. And like, yeah, the you could just work from wherever you want, like running things. So maybe people are just like used to that more. Well, I think that we came from an old school time period mm -hmm. of where those businesses did. That's why we get charged so much money to do a fucking LLC because mm -hmm. businesses would post articles and do this yeah. and do that. And like, it's such an old way right. of doing shit, like with the internet now now and, and like that's the thing is like everybody wants a face now for your company. Yeah. You know, which like, like why should I choose you over someone else? Yeah. Oh, I have to like you. Yeah. Everybody and it, um I, I forgot who I talked about. It, it might have been with Kiki, but like now everything is everybody's own brand, you know? Mm -hmm. Like it's it's all about branding and making yeah. sure you find your branding and all that shit yeah. instead of just Maybe you just be a fucking awesome person and right. people will like you and, yeah. <laughs> and want to buy your shit anyway. Mm -hmm. 
But uh, then it's like you're tied to the business. Like, what if you want to like step back? And that's what, so my fear of doing that was like, I never wanted, and I did actually talk with Kiki about this too, was that I didn't ever want somebody when they were hiring Burner and Productions to assume that it was going to be me that was doing the job mm -hmm. because I have other great DPs, other great cinematographers that I could send on the job that would probably be open that day. Right. So I never wanted you to associate you were getting my face with the business. That's why I never showed it. But at the same time in doing that, I don't think that I created an appeal and co company values. So like I'm still, you know, I, I think what people need to understand is that no matter what, who's going to be there, they're going to have my same values. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the company goal is to do a great video for you no matter what. That's all. And I wouldn't send anybody on a job that that wasn't their goal. Right. So. Yeah. But I did that with sales inquiries like for a while i had it in my head like whoever responded to the inquiry like needed to be the person who was planning the wedding so all the leads that were coming through the partner website i had the one girl responding to and then i was doing mine and then like eventually i just took everything over like doing all the sales and i'm like okay so now so and so is like your planner you know yeah so as opposed to like i just had a weird thing in my head i don't know why Sometimes you just get things. And <laughs> how did it go? Like, did you see a difference in the transition from that person to the other? Like, is somebody not comfortable now with that person that you had sent to do the wedding? Or No, it's fine. Because, like, then they're working over email. No, I would send them, like, right away, put them in touch over email. Like, they would work together on the wedding. But actually, every, a couple of times we've had to switch out coordinators last minute because, like, something came up. Like, a family event or something. And it's been fine. It's like, oh, this happened. And it's always fine. Everything always works out. It's just like, yeah, you have yeah. to trust that it will be fine. <laughs> <laughs> and it always works out. Krista, thank you for coming and talking with me today. Where can people find you? Our website is acentralparkwedding.com. And um, the new business uh, starting is theweddingproducer.com that's for the day of coordination are coming on, live soon <laughs> are you on instagram with the business yes we're on instagram and it's the same a central park wedding is the handle facebook and same for facebook can they contact you through all those things yep mm -hmm. awesome thanks for taking this long journey up here mm -hmm. and uh, thank you it was fun i had a great time yeah Definitely takes some getting used to. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. Tune in next week till we talk to another business owner and find out more about their journey. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Get Your Own Podcast. 